Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I am your host, as always, Roy Turner. We have just returned from lovely uh, Las Vegas. Uh, some call it lovely. <laughs> Comes Some call it heavenly in its brilliance. Others... Mean and rootful of the Western dream. That's a Jim Morrison line. I'm not sure he was talking about uh, Las Vegas, but um, I'm sure that the, the point is is made there. So anyway, we got back from Las Vegas from the Big Avian Expo, uh, an award show. Uh, and our guest uh, this week, and that's plural, is uh, some of my favorite uh, uh, people that we have met in our experiences uh, at Avian. Uh, number one, right out of, out of the gate, is Alex Cole. Alex is one of the most amazing uh, people I think I've ever met. You've never met anybody with this just much just comfortability in their skin. Just a born nerd and just cool and with it and just awesome and just one of those kind of people that you just just you just like to be around them they're just like just a good time and just a good positive uh experience and she also happens to be impossibly gorgeous um and uh not to be outdone uh brooklyn chase uh also a uh, a longtime performer uh in the adult industry uh joins us uh she is so well spoken and lovely and just fun and cool and she's just herself and doesn't really get into all the kind of the you know there's a there's an element of maturity that you have to maintain uh in in that industry and she is the living embodiment of that uh and then, last but not least, Lauren Phillips. Uh, what, what, a, what a good time we had uh, talking with Lauren. Uh, longtime contributor to the show, uh, Cindy Sinful, uh, was also on hand with us, and we uh, we had a great time. Um, I will say a few things before. I, we're going to bring in Alex Cole here, here in a second. Uh, a, a couple of things I did want to say. One, for AVN, this is going to be the last year that it will be held at the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas. So it's kind of a bit of an end of an era. Now, maybe whatever hotel uh, it's going to be in its place, which is actually has been bought by Virgin. So I'm assuming it's going to be a Virgin Hotel. So it could be a seamless transition. I don't think they're going to have that hotel ready by next January. So we'll see. But So maybe they'll have to go somewhere else. Uh, and then maybe they'll just, they'll just jump right back to this location, whatever it's called. That part I don't know. Uh, one part that I do know is that w whereas this might be the final year uh, of AVN for Hard Rock Hotel, it's also most likely uh, the final year or at least uh, the final year for now uh, for us and our participation. And I'll tell you why. Uh, one... You know, I don't want to sound bitter or, or, or catty here, but I just want to be honest. And the honesty and the honest thing is this. If you tried something for five years, and I think this was our fifth year uh, doing this, and you really don't feel like that your growth uh, in terms of access or social uh, mobility or just you don't look like you're really getting anywhere after five years you could either could just be okay with that and resign yourself to that that level of mediocrity or you move on uh, i'm not somebody that, that does that now this i'll give you a perfect example this is, might sound a little egocentric but here's what i mean so of course as you know this is this show is not an adult industry based show we just include them because uh, well, we love them, and why not? And we want to be all inclusive. And um, 
our history is me being DJing at the Hard Rock Hotel uh, during these other conventions that happened to take place during the exact same time. And I was like, what is that happening over there? Let's go be a part of that or let's invite them over to be a part of what we're about. And hence, the relationship was formed. Uh, I've really enjoyed it, covering it over the years. I've met some really amazing people. I've met uh, or I've learned so much uh, about the industry and just about, you know, the culture and its, play in, and its place in it and all that. And God, I've met some of the most amazing people like Alex Cole and, uh, and Kenzie Reeves and uh, just so many great people that we have had the opportunity. Uh, so so from that aspect, uh, man, I really enjoy it and I really look forward to it every single year. Uh, but let me tell you this. So my background is in the music industry, of course. And so if you were, let's say, working at a label um, or you know, kind of working your way up. Let's say you were working at a record store and an intern at a label, and then you got a job at the label, and now you're um, at the show, and then you're on the other end of it where you're the the tour manager, which I've been, and you've been on the road, and you know you're you know the whole backstage production situation. You know you're you're not just really gonna be satisfied going to a show, uh, at least I do actually, I enjoy going to shows where I don't have to worry about being part of the production or working or anything, and, and I've worked it from a press angle as well. So it's kind of like, you know, when you're a press guy, you know, it's like nobody wants to, everybody wants to keep you at arm's length, you know, like, um, you know, I've shot shows, you know, as a photographer uh, here in Dallas, and, you know, they just want to just make it a miserable experience in some aspects where you have to go to the photo pit and be escorted and you're around a bunch of, you know, jerky photo guys that want to, you know, compare lenses and shit, you know, and then they want to escort you out. Well, then when you're actually part of the production, when you're actually, you know, part of the band, like you're the tour manager, you you would laugh at, at ever going through that, right? You would always be kind of like, how did I ever go through that? Like now I'm backstage, I'm part of it. I'm part of, you know, I'm treated like an actual person. So then you just really wouldn't be able to go back to being treated like shit in, in the photo pit. Well, let me apply that to this situation. So, okay. So again, we've been doing it for five years. Well, basically as from, I guess, because we're not Rolling Stone magazine. I don't know what it is. Uh, the main people at AVN are all, are all very cool. Shout out to Brian Gross. He's always been good to us. That sort of thing, okay? But the press pass, and I'm, I'm doing that annoying thing where I'm making the quotation marks with my fingers, is basically worthless, okay? Uh, basically, here's the deal. It's, you know, it's they give you a free pass to the expo. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm grateful for that. But it's just an ex. It's a pass to the expo that anybody could buy, so I'm not getting anything extra. I we were not invited to cover the awards. We're not invited even to cover the red carpet going into the awards. We were not invited to cover any of the pre-show coverage. Uh, it's like here is your free bracelet to get into the expo. Goodbye. That's it. We're not on any sort of. Um, press release and it's not like I'm sitting here by you know just like waiting for stuff to come to me I mean this is after five years of going hey how can we do this more you know I, I'm not satisfied with just getting the badge walking into the expo which even though it lasts for about four days I can do the entire floor in about 
two hours. I don't really need to be there uh, for four days. It's it's not back in the, the 70s and 80s where it took over the entire Sands Hotel or or whatever it was. I think it was the Sands. Uh, it's a very limited, almost muted affair. There's like these three cramped rooms uh, that are all pretty much the same. Um Maybe a few panels here and there, but you can pretty much do the whole thing in in a few hours, and certainly for one day. Um, thankfully, shout out to Erica Miller from the Rub uh, PR firm. She's awesome, and and she always reaches out to us, and that's uh, and uh, how we have connected with actually so many people. And there's a few other PR firms out there that have been been great. But it's not like I'm just sitting on my laurels, you know. It's waiting for stuff to come to me. I've been very active and very aggressive. But also, you know, things like socialness. Like, I know that they have the parties that are intended to be just for, you know, the performers. Or, or on the other hand, it's a thing where it's just this thing where it's like, we're going to have these nine parties that we're going to get suckers to pay an extra, uh, a nominal amount to pay just to be near you know, performers. And then these guys are thinking that, you know, they're paying this amount of money that they're going to somehow have a certain experience with these performers that this isn't going to happen. So I always tell people too, that if the only celebrities or only performers they're going to be at the party that are advertised is because they're only there because they're being paid to be. And, you know, I want to get to the real deal, man. I, I know that when I'm in Vegas, I know that while I'm there, something real is happening. You know, not the white party or not the these advertised corporate deals. Like something real is happening. So that's where I make the comparison. Like instead of being, you know, the guy in the photo pit, uh, you know, being escorted down, I want to be where the real action is. Not because I want to have the same, you know, experience of the guy paying for the big parties and hoping to have with a performer. I just want to be where real is happening and also if we're going to come all the way out there and you know and spend the money for um you know the hotels and the flights and everything else and then be treated like a second class citizen where we're, we're not even invited to cover the awards or even the red carpet outside of the awards or any of the pre-show stuff it's kind of like well i guess we don't matter well if we don't matter then we won't be back so again, uh, we do uh, have enjoyed uh, the last, uh, you know, uh, I think we've done five of the last six years and it's been great. Uh, but again, until, uh, you know, they make it a little bit more worth our while or we're included in more stuff and, um, you know, maybe it's our fault. Maybe we're not a big enough entity or, or because we're not specifically uh, part of the adult industry. Uh, but it's not for lack of trying. I can assure you that. So anyway, all that nonsense out of the way, I just wanted to be able to, I mean, this is my show, this is my chance to, to voice that, so again, uh, but hey, does it mean we didn't have a good time this year too? So coming up, we've got Alex Cole, Brooklyn Chase, Lauren Phillips, uh, I can't wait for you to guys to hear, hear this stuff, uh, again, Alex Cole is, uh, we love you, Alex, you are the greatest uh, thing since, I don't want to say sliced bread, because she's even better than that, but anyway, so... Uh, before we bring her on, of course, check us out, uh, subscribe. You know, we're a part of the iHeartRadio family now. We want to encourage everybody to go on to iHeartRadio. It's the number one place for podcasting, uh, and we're right there on the homepage, man. So uh, subscribe there. Of course, it's free. Um, 
iTunes, uh, Android listeners were all across the same, all those same players were in the Google Play Store, were on Spotify, were on everything that Stitcher uh, Umbrella has, uh, Listed FM Player, all those good things. Of course, now, but you don't want just audio with these, uh, this kind of event. You want to see what's going on, and, I, and we, we have that. So if you go to trickykid.com, it's tricky with a dash between tricky and kid. It's trickykid.com. You'll be able to see Alex Cole and see Brooklyn Chase and Lauren Phillips and all the great action uh, from AVN Expo 2020 and coming up on our YouTube channel, Tricky Kid TV. Just go onto YouTube and just type in Tricky Kid TV as one word. You'll be able to see uh, actual video uh, of Alex and Brooklyn, uh, as well as there's some great uh, stuff that we did last year uh, with Giovendetti and, and, and Kenzie Reeves. Uh, our favorite girl in the world, uh, in, in the in the in the adult industry world, um, and all kinds of great stuff. So definitely, you want to check that out. We want to thank our sponsors uh, for generously uh, uh, keeping this show going and rolling. We want to thank uh, Panasonic. We want to thank Lumix uh, with their brand of Lumix cameras that we've shot all this stuff with. Don't forget, we've got our King's X documentary uh, still in the works. Uh, we're going to be launching that website. Uh, in a couple of weeks, along with a new teaser, and I'm very excited for everybody to get a chance to be able to see that uh, and, and learn and hear about that. There's going to be a whole social media blitz coming up with that. We want to thank Belvita Snacks. Make sure you get your Belvita Snacks and all, uh, where breakfast items are served. Also to Blackstone Labs uh, for their whey isolate uh, protein powder. I just started a kickboxing uh, boot camp with Rockbox here in Frisco, Texas. And uh, man, I'm already feeling and looking a whole lot better. Okay, so all that aside, again, once again, Tricky Kid in the number two on Twitter. I'm under DJ Tricky Kid on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook under Tricky Kid Radio Podcast, as well as my alt, alter ego, DJ Tricky Kid. And again, trickykid.com with the hyphen between Tricky and Kid. Subscribe, get on the board. Come on, man, we got a lot coming up. And right after this, uh, we will bring you Alex Cole live from Las Vegas. AVN 2020. Hey folks, this is Brian O'Halloran. You might know me from such iconic classic films as Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Vulgar. Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio. Hi, this is Marilyn Gigliotti. Most people know me as Veronica from Clerks. It ain't 37. Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. Hey everybody, this is actor-musician Scott Schiaffo, best known from the Kevin Smith films Clerks and Vulgar. You are listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. All right, everybody. Hey, day two here at AVN 2020. Look who's joining with us, Alex Cole. Uh, extraordinaire, superstar. So glad to have you, Alex. Welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. Thank you. Are we? We're doing the thing. We're doing it. Oh my God! Finally, it's me. I'm happy to be here. Well, you know, I was saying before, before we went on the, on the air, is that uh, you know, it's funny. Like I, I see you every every single year. We always have a nice, fun chat, and I always think we got to get you on the show. It took five years, but uh, we are here doing it. So, how the hell are you? I'm doing really good. I love being at AVN, and like you said, it's five years strong now. So, this has been the craziest avian that i've done just because now i know so many people between 
the cam side of things and the porn side of things. So it's it's been it's been wild. <laughs> well, now, so I think the year that you and I met, I think, was your first year, I think. Uh, or, or it might have been your first or second year here. Maybe. Um, I started camming February 2015, and that okay. was the year. 2015 was the first year I did AVN. Oh, so. okay, okay. So that was my first year. Oh, okay. Okay, so I think that's what we, 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 we kind of bonded over was we were we were both uh, AVN virgins at that's the time. That's perfect. Right. So you made the transition uh, from being camming into doing more... Um, uh, what's what's the word? I guess just performing. I, I guess I call it mainstream pornography because I think cam girls do perform. I think it's it's hard to distinguish between all the stuff, but I I generally say that I went from camming only to camming and producing my own content and videos to uh, performing for other people, and then now I've made the jump into uh, mainstream pornography where it's companies like browsers instead of people that are um, producing their own stuff right sure sure so um, it's it's been interesting and this year last year was the first year that I started doing mainstream um, so all of 2019 I shot over 120 scenes um, for different companies and this year um, I wanted to try to now that I've got my foot in the door and people like what I do um, I've, I've proven myself. Um, this year I want to hopefully shoot just as much, but maybe take more time to cam again because okay. I, I want to do both. Okay, okay. Uh, so what was it about camming that, that, that you missed it, doing all the, the, the mainstream that kind of took up most of your time, right? What, what, what did you miss about camming? The main thing is the direct interaction with fans where I get to talk to everybody and know them and... Um, you know, really be a part of their lives and to share my life with them. Um, a lot of my friends, I'm, I like making friends online. I like camming. I like getting on and talking and then maybe we don't even do anything crazy. Right. Um, maybe we just j dance and try on outfits and I sing a little bit and we hang out. Like, I, I miss that and I haven't had a lot of time to do that. So I want to work on my scheduling, um, continue shooting because shooting is very fun and very liberating to just be able to show up and I don't have to worry about lights and sound and camera angles and I can just perform and enjoy the acting. Right, right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I miss the, the personality of camming. But also, I mean, you, you come from the nerd world. I do. And so do I. That's the first thing that you remember you and I bonded over this. Yeah. Uh, and so you are like the nerd girlfriend <laughs> dream of and that's that plays a lot into your popularity do you agree i guess so it's not a it's not a planned thing but i guess it, it works right yeah yeah <laughs> but i just mean this okay so like because like again it was my first year and i was like okay mm -hmm. she's she's my people like we we <laughs> we're cut from that same she has spent time with the 20-sided dice or at least she knows yeah. what that is right <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean is just is it, it always kind of seems like and now it's a little more mainstream. I mean like with you know with with cosplay and uh, got a great cosplayer here, but about to join us here in a second um, uh, and things like that. But it's kind of like it was almost at one time kind of cut and dry. Like you yeah. had the you know booksome type of uh, of you know what we call sexy, and then you would have more of the intellectual side. So if you could somehow Frankenstein that, uh, you know, I think you are the you you were cut in a laboratory, basically, is what I'm saying. Well, that know? is that is a high compliment, and I very much appreciate it. Yeah, no, I, I think I just, I, I get what you mean. Um, 
I just, I like what I like. And somebody was just asking me in my last interview, and they were asking, like, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> completely lost my train of thought. It's like, oh, um, like, what's your persona? And I'm like, I don't have a persona. Right, you're the real I, deal. I'm just here. I don't know. I'm glad that people like me, and I'm happy to be involved. Um, but, yeah, no, I... I like I like fun things and games are fun and and role play is fun and um, video games and computer games and board games and I just yeah. bought a new board game like it, it's all fun and I can I can enjoy StarCraft and also enjoy having a dick down my throat like it's yeah, not yeah. You don't, <laughs> why, why why should you have to choose I don't want to choose right exactly <laughs> You can you, you you can have it all. I'm gonna dress up like my favorite comic characters and then fuck all my friends because that's how I want to live my life. So <laughs> this is, you know what, this is this is the the, the path to world peace. <laughs> you see, comics and sex. <laughs> because again, because you know, it's like, well, she's got a nice personality. You know, it's like, why why not have both, right? Yeah. So talk to me about when you did kind of crossover or, or went from camming into doing mainstream. Mm -hmm. uh, what was your what was your first scene? My very first scene was for HussyPass.com, and it was with Jay Mac. I got to pick my male talent, and um, I heard a lot of really great things, and they were all true. So that was fantastic. Yeah. So I showed up, and somebody did my makeup, and I felt very pampered and um, like. People were just there to take care of me, and it was just a very, very healthy environment. And then J-Mac showed up after we all took modeling photos, and me and him had a chance to, like, talk to each other and go over do's and don'ts and, you know, really kind of feel out each other and plan out the scene and kind of flirt a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I think that's one of my best scenes ever, honestly. Because it was anticipation. One. It wasn't, you weren't it, clocking in, yeah? yeah? Yeah, and I think it helped that my, my agent, Riley, was in charge of the scene because it's also his website. And uh, he was very, very understanding the entire time. He was very like, are you comfortable? Um, is this is this what you want to do? Do you, Would you rather do this? And I was like, dude, get out. It's fine. Everything's yeah. cool. Yeah. I'm very chill. Like, yeah. let's just do the thing. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's nice to have supportive, understanding people around that maybe can anticipate things like that maybe I wouldn't think would be a thing, but, right. you know, like... Oh, well, are you sure you want to do this? And it's like, oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, yes. I'm glad we went over that. So... <laughs> But, but see, that's what I'm talking about as well, is that, you know, you can you can see some people that might be, God, it looks so gorgeous, or your idea of what a fantasy is, maybe they might not be the most fun people to be around. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think that it pays dividends, right? That <laughs> is that you also, you seem like you'd be fun to be around, and come to find out, well, fuck, you are. You know what <laughs> I mean? Well, thank you. You know? Uh, so, but is there... Is it fair to say that there are things that you're excited about doing, like 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 a motivation for doing these uh, crossing over? Maybe there was some things that's going to allow you to do in your uh, like in your personal sex life that you maybe not been able to achieve without it. Is there any like is there a slut goals you have perhaps? Mm, honestly, I've I've reached almost all my slut goals, and I reached almost all of them by myself. Um, the jump into mainstream porn was actually, I, I finally had support behind me because I've wanted to do porn since I was in high school. I've been studying sex and um, 
being, I've been very, it's been a big part of my interests and a big part of my life forever. So I just never thought, I was like, oh, you know, I would love to be a porn star, but like no one wants to watch me. And, you know, it took four years for people to be like, you're wrong. <laughs> and <laughs> so four years of people telling me, no, no, you're wrong. You should try that. And finally, my, my partner, Michael Masters, um, really influenced me too. He was very supportive. He told me to go for it. And uh, so I went for it and it worked out really well. So that was the main reason that I tried it is I've okay. always wanted to try it. And now I finally had people to tell me that I could. Well, you're very and popular. You know this. I, I know it now. Yeah. I, I still don't understand it, but I'm very happy about it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to come off as like fake humble, but honestly, it just flabbergasts me every time I come here. I was just telling Michael today, I was like, I'm so... Every time I come to an event, I'm always blown away by the number of people that recognize me because I never expect people to recognize me um, by the people that come up and tell me that I've inspired them and then I'll look back at them and be like holy shit but you inspire me yeah like, right 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 I'm not a big deal so I I don't know if I'll ever start feeling like I'm a big deal or feeling like I deserve the level of attention that I get um, but it's always like a happy surprise and I quite enjoy it and I I don't know it's just it's just mind-blowing that this is real life a lot of the time. Well, now, but going back to what you were saying earlier about, like, maybe, like, the kind of person... Hang on, let's see here. Hang on. For some reason, I cut off, but I'll, I'll take care of it. No worries. And we still got the audio, so it's all good there. Good, oh. thing, good thing I'm an editor. It wasn't recording. It... So what? The... That wasn't recording. Uh, only for a split second. So so, okay. so so now, like I said, but, but this still ran, so I can just make it okay. seamless. Perfect. Cause, Great. Because there will be there'll be stuff that will be exclusive to the audio and exclusive to this. So, so what you just said was exclusively audio. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Right. So there's that. So, you know, I, I find this so great, too, because, like, the kind of person that you were in high school, like... Like, we would have dated in high school if we were in high school <laughs> at the exact same time. Because yeah. you were that, again, unassuming, kind of nerdy, maybe even goth taste a little I bit. I totally had a goth phase. Right. I, I, I still love goth clothing, and I, I have a lot in my wardrobe, actually. Um, right. I love the aesthetic and the people. Because a, yeah. a lot of goth people are more, like, open and accepting and understanding of different personalities and different interests. Yeah. It's kind of like the theater. I was a theater kid. I was an art kid. Like, yeah. I also, I ran track and I played basketball. I don't know. I was kind of all over the place, but... So, so you were an athlete, though, as well, yeah? A little bit, yeah. yeah. We didn't have a lot of money, so we couldn't afford to keep either. me in sports, but yeah. um, it's not a big deal. Right. Um, but, uh, it's not a cry for help, you're saying. No, it's so not. No. <laughs> it, made me, it made us stronger. Right, yeah. I and started, how you feel. I started working when I was, like, 14, um, <laughs> selling artwork that I did, and then, uh, yeah. What, 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 what state did you grow up in? I grew up here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay, so 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 this is your home then. I am uh, home. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love Avian. It's in my backyard every year. Just, just Uber on over, right? And yeah. so. No, I drive. I, I don't like I like driving. I don't I don't really drink much. Yeah. Um, and if I do, I make sure that I'm always good by the time I leave. Yeah. Um, but I I like being in control. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you on that, too. I, just in general, I like being in control. I'm very dominant, as you can tell. <laughs> is that is that how you would say you identify sexually in your personal life? Um, honestly, sexually in my personal life, I hate fucking labels, honestly. Because there's some people yeah, that make me feel more like I want to get roughed up, and there's other people I want to rough up, and 
overall it's just what other people are into at the same time. So it's just kind of, it's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a vibe. You can't just kind of go, oh, well, no, we're only doing that. You know, I, it, you know. I, I can't imagine putting myself in a box and being like, I am dominant. This is all I am. I am this. Yeah. I know there are people that are like that, and that's amazing. But I personally, I can't put myself in the headspace of being like, I am submissive all the time. Right, because yeah. I, you I don't know always feel that fun. way. Yeah. They're both fun. I want to play around with everything. Well, you know, your success, I got to be honest, is, is uh, it's, it's almost like a pride thing because I'll say, I'll say this, like I, I, I was, I would probably would have been the male equivalent in a sense mm-hmm. to you, like in high school, like where it was like <laughs> 90% of the school might be like, oh, he's kind of cute. But then there's that 10% that were like obsessed with me. And you had your same thing, right? In school, like you had like the people kind of go, oh, you know, she's not a cheerleader. But then the ones that were into you were like obsessed with you. Honestly, I didn't date anybody until college. Really? Um, I didn't have my first kiss. But until you were I was aware of what? Not you know, really. really? I, I, I was not um, sought after in any way when I was growing up. I was everybody's bro. Like, that, that's what I'm I talking was, about. I was the dude bro. So if people were obsessed with me, and I don't now, fucking know it. And if and you now. went to school with me, don't say it publicly. I've been getting a lot of emails from people that I went to school with ever since I started camming. Because Vegas is a very like sexually open place anyway. So most people are generally cool. Um, so I have gotten messages from people that I went to school with and stuff who were like, oh, I always had a crush on you. And I don't really believe them. Right, right, but right. But right. it's like, yeah, it's nice. Like, it's yeah. like, I don't believe you, but thank you. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. But, I would say, look at you now is my point. Like, Yeah. No, it's... I don't know. Like when I was in school, I just I, I was so I was I was very into sex, but I was also like super like modest a lot of the time. Yeah, okay. And I, I was very studies focused because my mother is very studies focused. So I had a goal and the goal was college and the goal was graduating and the goal was making lots of money to take care of mom. And I'm, I, 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 I hit all the goals, not in, not in a way that probably was expected. <laughs> but, but you uh, hit them, and that's all that matters. Yeah, so it wasn't until college that I really had any uh, personal freedom to really explore, and I didn't have sex until I was 21, and that was when I was already out of college. And it was the same person that I had my first kiss with when I was 18. So, so, but you were kind of shut out of a cannon, though, right? Yeah, so <laughs> I had my first kiss at 18. We dated for five years. Um, when I was 21 was when we had sex for the first time. We broke up when I was Three years? Five. We were together five. for five total. But yeah, it took three years to get to the sex wow. part. Yeah. And <laughs> he's a Vegas local too. And, <laughs> and the most patient man in, in, in baby it, history. No, actually, I pushed myself on him a little bit. Uh, yeah, because okay. we were both, he was very, like, devout religious, and I was afraid of hell, but I wasn't super religious. And then we had an atheist roommate who kind of turned me over to the light side, and um, I the was The fun like, side. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ti- I was like, I'm tired of waiting. And um, so so we had sex. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I pressured you. But <laughs> if you're listening, I'm sure you're very confused, because <laughs> he never would have expected me to do porn or anything like that either. But, uh... You know, shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring in, uh, we have also have a guest. Listeners of Tricky Kid Radio know this, one of our favorite people in the world, Cindy Sinful. Get your Hi. beautiful, gorgeous ass over here. Hi. Look at this He's right a here. girl. We're going to turn it around right here. And so I'm actually going to give this to you so you guys can, can, can do that. And we can just set this right here. Okay. And that way you guys won't have to have to work because we can still hear everything okay. Yeah, right. I know I know I don't have an extra pair of headphones no, there. No, that's but, fine. But can you can you hear her? Okay. Yeah. All right, good, okay. So uh, 
can we see Cindy there? Here we go. Okay. So we welcome Cindy. I'll squeeze in here a little bit. I'm always bit. horning in on Alex's action. I can't hear you, though. Okay. So, so, we'll, so, so we'll share this. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So here's what's kind of funny. So obviously, Cindy and I are great friends, mm -hmm. and she is a stalwart on this program, and, uh, and we're so grateful to have her. And so... I saw a picture of you guys yesterday. Yeah. And I immediately texted her and I said, hey, we're finally having Alex on the show. Want to come join? And so she was like, I was just with her yesterday. I was like, I know. I saw the photograph. So, I but I think that she was worried that she was she's like honing in on your on your, no. on your action. So let's no 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 no. She's a star in her own right. So. I'm, there's there's never a bad time for a sexy redhead to jump in on any action that I'm involved in. Absolutely. Alex she's held the camera for nine hours one day for I me. I did. See? I did. I directed your scene and I held that camera for nine hours and you yeah. fucking killed it. So. <laughs> See, she's gonna get a, a production credit on this very episode. <laughs> Because she's the reason why you're not seeing a bunch of uh, uh, distracting sunlight in the background there. Um, so have you guys ever um, thought about working together or anything? I'd be down. It's just with scheduling. It's just there's so many people. to do it. Yeah, okay. we, we haven't been booked together. And getting booked together is the easiest and fastest way that I can work with anybody. Sure. Um, because otherwise it's just, I have a list. I have a list for content trade. And just the guy side of the list, I've had one very, very patient performer here in Vegas waiting for over a year now. So it's, it's, it's just that busy. Yeah, okay. So it's like people people think that content trade is easy and you just like turn a camera on, but I'm a perfectionist and I can't do that. Yeah. I can't. I well, have to have the whole thing. That's why you have a reputation for being the real deal, right? <laughs> Thank you. And we don't just do anybody who wants to be on the list. There's yeah. a list for a reason yeah. because the content would be Let's good. The content would be good, so therefore you wait for the list. Right. You know. Yeah, and it's not even that because everybody on the list is amazing. I just, it's just getting there because between yeah. life, I, I have my mother to take care of. I have. I bless you for that. I, thank you. I have my. Yeah. She doesn't know what I do. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> um I it mm, that wouldn't go over well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, mom. I'm taking care of you with pussy money. Um, <laughs> money's money. Right? Money's money. Um. But uh, I have I have a house. I own a house here that fell into a little bit of disrepair because I was away from it for three months yeah. um, while I was working. So it was like, there's a lot. Like right now, my refrigerator broke this morning. So it's like there's just a lot of stuff that life, life. There's yeah. life. There's traveling. There's shooting. There's recovering. There's like getting sick. There's I, I still need to work in time for camming. So it's like whenever I have a day off. Maybe like once or twice a year. Yeah. I kind of want to have a day off sure. and pet my cat. Yeah. But I will get around to shooting with everybody. And the more I shoot and the more uh, successful I can be, the more I can afford to just, instead of doing everything myself, which takes so much longer, I can hire a crew like um, like the Primal Fetish crew or, or somebody like that who can who can help me. That way we can make stellar content with stellar people. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Not half-ass it, because I've tried. I've tried the whole filming in a hotel room, and it doesn't work for me, and it doesn't work for the people that like my stuff, because yeah. it's not me. Right. It's, I agree with that, because yeah. it just seems it's not. Yeah, it's not you. It's not your place. It's and not your thing, and it just I mean, doesn't look good. And you're well, perfectionist. I mean, shit. There's. 
I just might not be doing it right because there's a shit ton of people that film. I know a bunch of people film here at AVN in the hotel rooms and they get great content and they get content that their viewers like. I think my viewers are just, they're used to what I've been doing and I like what I've been doing. Your style. It's and not your style. Everybody's got their thing. Yeah. You know, I don't want it to come off like I'm saying don't film quickies in hotel rooms. I'm just saying when I film quickies in hotel rooms, no one buys them. <laughs> All I'm saying is take my money. All right. I don't, I don't do quickies in hotel rooms. I have not been offered that. So I'm yeah. <laughs> Well, is moving forward, so moving forward, are there any like like super hardcore scenes you're interested in that you've never done? You, you, can, you can hold on to that one. It's okay. Oh. Um, no, 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 talking to this there's one. so many mics. Now you know why I don't do gangbangs. That's the only much. thing I haven't done yet that I really <laughs> want to do. Because when I was watching porn, Bound Gangbangs by Kink.com was one of my favorite series. And I'll never forget, I saw a scene with James Dean in it where they did a home invasion. I want to remake that. That's a different was, thing. I'd like to do that it too. It was amazing. They broke in and tied her up and had their way and then they left and it was amazing. And I want to do more of that. Um, but I'm not physically there yet. Okay. Okay. Do you remember the, who the star was in that you're, t- you're talking about with Home Invasion? No, I, I watched it when I was in high school. Yeah. And so it's it's like, or maybe early college, because I, I got a laptop when I was 17. So that's when I started being able to really watch porn. Before that, I would go to the library, or I would go to my school's library, and I would find uh, books on the human anatomy or sex or erotica. Um, I would pilfer my grandma's stash, because my grandma, rest her soul, she, she was a freak. So she had bondage books, and she had sex books and stuff like that. So I would sneak into her room and read those. And uh, I think she knew what I was doing, and she did, like, hint that she was cool with it. So that's great. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, no. So when I was 17, I got to start watching porn. So it had to be after that. But I, it was very early that I saw that one. I need to look it up again. But what do you, what do you think that... So, But you do fantasize about having a gangbang on camera or something you might, might want to do in your personal life beforehand? I mean, how, how do you how do you prepare for something like that? Oh, well, um, I on-camera sex is so much different than off-camera sex, and there's just no way to get around that because no matter how much you try not to know that there's a camera there, you always do. So for me, it's like I'm always cheating my face to the camera. I'm always cheating my body to the camera. I'm always flexing the right things or or trying to hold that and, pose yeah and there's no way, way yes. there's no way to not think about that so i have i did a mini kind of gangbang for my personal life for my birthday last year it was my present from my boyfriend it was really nice because i i get him reverse gangbangs for his birthday with our friends so um he returned the favor so i i got one two three four Four, four dudes for my birthday. And that was pretty nice. <laughs> That's but a good day. It was a really good birthday. But um, it wasn't like a gangbang like on like I'm talking about like on camera. It was very like... For your pleasure. Yeah. You don't have to worry about I, where you were and what and, you were doing. You know, we weren't on set. I had a few edibles, you know. Like it was very like relaxed and chill. It was and all about Alex's pleasure. It was. So, I mean, I've done that. But but what are the other things? I mean, I mean, what you're doing like DP and airtight and those no, sort of things. No, no, because it was normal sex. This is normal sex yeah. with multiple yeah. people. Yeah, normal sex for me isn't three dicks in my ass or DP. I'm not a fan of DP personally. That's why I haven't done it on camera. I've I've, never I did done it one it. time. The one time I ever did it, I did it on camera. And I am a very like different person. And I think 
maybe I could enjoy it now, but it's a physical thing. My my pussy's really tiny, and uh, so it's easy for me to get a tear. So the time that I did it, I did get a tear. And I've gotten a tear from just vaginal sex with one person with a small dick, because he shoved it in too quick, so I got six tears. That was one of my first scenes. And uh, just blood everywhere. So it's like, there's stuff that like I know physically I'm not ready for it. Yeah, right. So, but uh, that... And like you said, why do it if you're not into it? You're only going to do what you want to do. Yeah, I think it makes for better content if I do what I want to do. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that I'm owed any bookings or anything like that or that I should show up and be like, oh, well, we're going to do it this way because this is what yeah. I like. Yeah. That all has to be figured out ahead of time. I don't yeah. like it when people do that. Um, no one no one owes you a booking. No one owes you your perfect scene. If you want your perfect scene, make it yourself. Yes. Um, I want to make that clear because <laughs> I'm on both sides of it. I've done the directing. I've done the camera. I've done PAing, and I've performed. So I kind of see it from both angles a lot of the time. So it's... Huh. People don't give other people enough credit <laughs> a sure. lot of the time. But I'll say this. Uh, it's rare in life when you meet anyone that is just as comfortable in their own skin as you are. Uh, and I think that maybe being around that for other people can have one or two different reactions. They're either going to just really appreciate it, like I, like we do, or they're going to be intimidated by it. Have you ever found that? It, um, I it's, it's so funny you ask that because there's... there's when I was in school, actually, it's a fucking long time ago, but I'll never forget it. Um, I don't remember her name or anything. There was a new girl in school, and I was I was nice to her because I was thinking, oh, it's it's got to be hard. It's got to be hard to be the new girl. Um, school's big, you know. We don't exactly have small class sizes here in Vegas, and I was like trying to be her friend and being like, hey, so do you know where your next class is? All this stuff. And uh, she she turned around, she looked at me. I'll never forget. She was like, look. I don't like you. I don't want to like you. Stop talking to me. So it's like some people Some people have that reaction. It's very rare. That was the first time anyone had ever reacted that way. Um, and I think I do. I need to work on things with myself because I do mommy people a little bit, especially at events like this because I get worried about people or I, I don't know if they know something, so I'll say it, and it comes off condescending. So that's something I'm working on. But no. you're right. Like some people, I think, don't think that it's genuine um, which I understand because I've had people be fake nice to me before and it took me a while to figure that out well so I, I didn't I wasn't quite implying that because because it, it I was thinking actually the opposite because you it, it's so genuine that's what I'm saying like it's so genuine that this is who you are there, there's no way to separate Alex the performer from from who we're talking with right here yeah. and again I said I think it pays dividends for your career but I think that are some people uh, have you experienced it in your life that either they're really going to appreciate it, like we're saying, or they're going to be kind of like, why is she so confident? Why is she so comfortable in her own skin? Okay, yeah, no, that's happened to you. That has happened. And I think um, usually what happens with that is what I've been told, because it's happened a few times. People will react to it by going, oh, you think you're better than me. That's why you're that confident. You think you're better than me. It's like, I really don't. But they're just being insecure about it, yeah. Yeah, but that's generally when people get get that kind of way it's they think that me doing well or talking I've even had friends where it's like hey I got this thing I, I succeeded at this thing I was trying to do let's be happy for each other um, I'm happy for you when you succeed at things yeah. and yeah, right? the way it comes off to them instead is look at what I did I'm better than you I did something better than you 
I've had that happen. That and I try to see it from every angle because everyone has different life experiences. Everyone has different backgrounds. And, you know, I'm not the best with words. So maybe I've said something wrong or, or something like that. And the only thing really to do about it is to continue trying to navigate the world and, and not hurting people and, and open, honest communication. That's why when anybody hurts my feelings, I try to stop and I don't, I don't get upset. I try to go, wait. Yeah. Okay. That made me feel this way. Yeah. Was that the intent? Yeah. And try to have a conversation. So I wish, I, I wish that whenever I did something that hurt somebody, they would tell me. That way I could analyze and, and fix that because right. I don't want to hurt anybody. Well, let's, and, and I think that's that's wonderful, and I, and I, I believe you. I mean, and that's a very genuine, you know, wonderful thing to say. And, and But I feel like that you, you kind of get that just being around you. You know what I mean? Like, you're just... Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people do, but not everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're just going to make it clear for them, right? Well, to be a little bit more on a, to end on a positive note, I wanted yeah. to say that um, you're, like, so, like, you were everywhere last year. Like, <laughs> you're all, everybody talked about, and I was just like, oh, now we're never going to get her on the fucking show, because now she's huge and it's so good to see that you're still the girl that i met five years ago just a little bit more popular you know what i mean and, and uh i wish you so much of the success i wanted to ask you what is something that you're looking forward to here at this year that you maybe have never done regardless if it's shooting if it's going to see the beatles show or, or oh, oh yeah you're from here so you're not a tourist but, <laughs> but you get what i'm saying like like there's something that you're looking forward to this year maybe that you're hoping to to accomplish well um First of all, thank you. Um, it's funny that you say people were talking about me because I never hear anything. Like I, I don't, I don't hear Bullshit. it a lot. Shit. No, I, every now and then You're I. Very popular, you know that. I appreciate it. I don't get it, but I appreciate it. But um, as far as something I'd like to accomplish this year, I just want to continue improving. I want to do more acting. I want to hopefully get to work with every company. I've I've worked with a bunch. I know it's just one year and it takes time. I want to work with everyone. I don't. I want to. I want to check all the boxes. I want to work for all the companies and work with all the people. And you know, I wanna. I want to improve my acting. I want to improve my um, sexual ability because you know, like I said, I'm not ready for a gangbang right now, but I will be, and that is a goal because it has always been something that I've really been interested in. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, there is that. And something, then, something you're genuinely excited about. Yeah, yeah. and then personal life-wise, I just want to try to continue to... Um, I'm, I'm building toward a goal, and I've mentioned it on a couple other places, but I don't know if you know. My, my main goal is to start a scholarship in Vegas um, for art students, and then to... I want to open my own gallery. I want to give art lessons out of the gallery. When, I, when I'm maybe have more time yeah. this isn't an immediate thing it's it's something i've been building toward for years i remember you talking to me about that last yeah time. okay great i thought i did but i wasn't sure yeah. i don't expect everybody to remember everything i say <laughs> well <laughs> but, yeah but, uh, but that, how can you forget that? that that's a big deal you know yeah, yeah I, that's I, a major ambition i just i got an art scholarship when i was in high school and it meant a lot to me and i want to be able to do that for people because we don't have as much of that out here as i would like and then um I've always wanted to work with uh, at-risk youth, so I, I want to put more investment and funding into uh, programs for kids here in Vegas to try to help 
with that whole thing. Yeah. I'm not great at words. But <laughs> I think you, you gotta provide some resources yeah, to the children that can't do it or yeah. wouldn't otherwise be able to. Like yeah, you when you were young. When I was young, art helped me a lot and then just having somebody to talk to and some place to go yeah, right, helped helped right, a lot. Right. So I wanna be that for people and I think saving up my, my porn money and uh, investing it properly, I think I could build up to that eventually. Okay, see, so, you know, and is there anything about that that's that's already in motion, other than just like is there is there anything concrete or is it something that you're st- it's still a, a goal you're working towards? It's still kind of <laughs> it's, it's so many months. Papa, um, <laughs> um, it's still it's still an idea at this point. I'm I'm doing background moves like investing. I just I just uh, made a big investment that seems to be paying off. Um, like I said, I bought my first house. So I want to get another one. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. I'm just slowly building my empire to try to get to a level of influence and a level of of. Uh, hoarded wealth yes. to be able to spread it out nicely across Vegas. So I think it's going to take a long time. Uh, and I'm not anywhere near done with porn yet. So that's the other thing. I don't think I'll really be able to work with kids uh, effectively until right. I'm done with porn. Yeah. Um, which I completely understand. I'm not upset about that. Um, it makes sense. So I think it makes sense too, but I also think that rejected philanthropy based upon something that most people consume is bullshit. Like, sure, sure, but I but I do get it. I also get it too. I I, so. I, I get the I get the, where it it should land and where it should not land. Yeah. You know, I, I get that, and I yeah. and I'm glad that you have a healthy attitude about that as well. And so to be yeah. like, how how dare they? Like, and I what? mean, I didn't watch porn until I was 17, and I was in college at 17. Yeah. So I'm I'm cool with age verification and paywalls for porn. Well, I really oh, absolutely. For, no, no, no so. as you should. I'm just saying, like, I remember when Sasha Gray had left the, the industry and she was doing something where she was, like, uh, reading. They had started a reading program for underprivileged children in small areas that didn't have access to books. And she was really enjoying it, and she was really thriving on it. You could just see how much she was enjoying it. You could see how much the kids were enjoying it. They didn't know that she did porn. They just This, this is a nice lady that's bringing yeah. them books. That's and then suddenly it was like wait 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 a minute the nice lady with the books did porn what like yeah. and now we're gonna pull the plug on that yeah. I think there's I think that's what I mean when I say that's bullshit yeah no absolutely and I completely agree with that being bullshit but but moving forward isn't it clear that the nerds have have taken over the world um I would say yeah I think people are just more accepting now than they have ever been before I think I think history has a progressive trend. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. Um, I think the longer that we're all people on this planet, I think the longer we're here and and existing next to each other in a small space, like we'll we'll get better at interacting and we'll become more of a a, a world family and less of a divided state. I, I agree with so, that, but also, but I'm saying, but at the same time, it's so exciting that the yeah. the shy, nerdy goth girl from high school is now doing yeah, porn. That's what I mean, because it's like. I don't know, maybe when you were a kid or when I was a kid, it wasn't, it's like, oh, well, nerds do this, and, and jocks do this, That's and right. preppy bitches do that, and like, but now it's like, no, I can be a preppy bitch, and also, you know, enjoy death metal, and um, Starcraft, and I can like to go pole vaulting on the weekend for all the fuck you care, so 
I think that's what I mean by we'll all be more accepting and more of a, a general like. It wouldn't be such yeah, a shock. we're just people. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't be such I a shock. My real life is a shock to people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. They would so never I, expect that. And I I think you know part of the reason that people that that do porn get paid is because there's a stigma around it. So you know there's a. a a benefit to having a stigma, but I think I think we're on a trend of of more acceptance. I think you can see that in how many people are camming and how many people are producing their own content. Most people now have a Pornhub channel. Yeah. Right. Oh. So. Anything else you want to plug before we wrap? Oh geez, oh geez, look Here at all go. these. Yay. Um. I swear this is not a metaphor. We're not trying to. Uh, but 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 now that you now that you mention it. <laughs> I have done two people at once, so I mean, I can do that. Um, <laughs> um, I guess the only thing I would really need to plug is, hi, I'm Alex Cole, and I'm excited to be involved. And if you want to find all my links, it's real easy. You can go to allmylinks.com forward slash A-L-E-X-X-X-C-O-A-L. So for all my links, just go to all my links. <laughs> Good luck, because she's nominated for an award. I'm nominated for three. Well, it's we are at ABN, so let's let's talk about that for a second. Oh, which shit, which awards are you nominated for? I really wasn't expecting to get anything, so it's been really. I've I've been kind of scatterbrained this whole AVN because everybody keeps saying congratulations on your nominations and I'm like, yeah, that's right. Fuck, I'm nominated. Holy shit. So yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it <laughs> is now it is now AVN nominated Alex Cole. So. Yeah, yeah, I got a fan vote, which fucking thank you guys. Fan vote nomination for newcomer, which I'm really excited about. I know you can get newcomer for your first two years after you start mainstream. Um, so. So that's amazing, and thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that's been voting. Um, I really appreciate it. Even if we don't win, thank you so much for taking time out of your day for the whole frickin' month to hit the vote button yeah. and, and tell me that you like what I'm doing, because I appreciate it. And then AVN nominated me for Best Oral Scene with um, Justin Hunt for Swallow Salon, and then I was nominated for Best Girl Girl Scene. So I quite the diversity there. Yeah, and I I'm honestly like I'm crazy proud of I think <laughs> I'm I'm most proud of the oral scene because they're t- they're telling me that the blowjob I gave Justin is one of the best blowjobs of the whole year, and that's pretty that's pretty awesome. That's a well, great compliment, actually. Well, yeah, I will see this about the, the two of you, uh, both of you. And your fellatio skills could be like a clinic. Like it could be something that could that those could sit and take an actual course on. It is, it's a science, is what it is. It's it is awe inspiring. You know what's really funny is um, I was telling you about that first boyfriend who was super religious. And Alan, I'm sorry if you're listening. Um, <laughs> um, the first time I gave him a blowjob, it was uh, I was very aggressive about. It. Like I was like, no, I'm I, I'm gonna do it, like and and so then I, I gave him a blowjob and he came like that, like really fast, and I I was like really proud. I was like, oh my god, I made him come really fast, and he got mad at me and he was like, you didn't have to lie to me about being a virgin because 
there's no way you're a virgin. And he never believed me after that. He never. We were together for years after that, and he never believed me that I was a virgin. Okay, first of all, I'm going to call bullshit on Alan for a second. <laughs> Here's why. Number one, that was the best religious experience of your life, Alan. Uh, no. and, number th- and number two... I'm much better now. But, oh, oh, yes. <laughs> but number two, he was trying to blame you for him coming so quickly he was trying to blame you for his embarrassment what he was doing i don't know he was a he's a great he is a good dude um i think he genuinely thought i was lying because i had studied it he can still be a good dude and still be embarrassed that he came so quickly i mean maybe but i think (laughs) i'm gonna go with the the narcissistic view of i was so good he couldn't possibly believe i was a virgin so Hey everybody, here day two at uh, AVN 2020. Look who's joining us, Brooklyn Chase. Brooklyn, welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. Thank you so much. How did for, how did day one go yesterday? Day one was good. It was actually, I feel, a little busier than day one normally is um, in certain parts of the show. Okay. You know, certain parts were very typical day one. Okay. Um, but I think, you know, in one of the other rooms, like, it was, I was popping all day. I was, sh- I was like, today's really, it's only Wednesday. That's right. so weird. Right. So, I mean, so typically, like, like day one is just any other, you know, convention. It's you traveling, getting here, getting set up, and getting down to the floor. Um, what is, is anything that you're doing differently this year that you haven't done before? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm really boring, so I don't do any of the parties or any of right, that. Right. You know, I, I get up and I get my makeup done, and then I go to the convention, and then I go to bed. Well, because you are here to work, right? You know? Right, right, this, you this, know. This is, this is a, a job. This is a, uh, but, but maybe you did the parties maybe like the first no. first time, yeah? No. You know? No. That's what I did. Like the first time I went to the parties, and then ever since then I'm like, I, I did that once, and I'm good. I, I do go to the white party every year. That, that, that one's fun. That's yeah. the only one that I go to. Um, it's the only one I've ever gone to. I think this is my sixth ABN, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, sixth or seventh. But, yeah, I, I, I do the white party. That's it. I'm just, I'm old and boring. <laughs> and, you know, like I just, I would rather like read a book in bed than go to a party. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, well, also, you know, uh, I'm also, I'm a professional DJ, so I normally, the, the parties that's up here, I usually uh-huh. am DJing it, so, um, I know it sounds snobby, but if I'm not paid to be at the party, I'm probably going to be, no, I mean, I'm going to be at the, right, yeah, right, right, you know? like, why would you? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, maybe there was a time in my life where it was, you know, very exciting to, or I- in- inclusive to be at one of these parties, but, but now, I mean, it, and it should be for people that have never been, but, um, so, talk to me a little bit about you had a really big year in 2019. Uh, would you say that was your? It's got to be your biggest year yes. yet, right? Yes, so, I would. You know, and which is great because I was very sick at the beginning of the year. So, oh, it just sounded so loud in my ear. Is it okay? Is that better? Yeah, I just thought I was yelling. No, you're good. You're oh, good. Okay. You're good. You're good. <laughs> um, you know, I was sick the beginning of 2019, so right. I kind of had a shortened year, but I would still say it was my biggest year yet. I had, you know, I, I shot my very first showcase. Right, right. Um, I got molded for my first toy, which will hopefully be out soon. Okay. Um, you know, I started uh, 2020 with a, a nomination for Xbiz for MILF Performer of the Year. I was nominated for Female Performer of the Year at the Inked Awards. The whole MILF thing is so insane to me because I, if I was a bartender, I would card you. How, how are you considered to be a MILF? Well, because, I mean, age-wise, like, I'm almost 35. 
Holy cow. <laughs> I, I know, right? Um, you know, I think... Like, I, I kind of think that I'm in, like, a weird in-between. Like, I, I'm obviously not a college student, you know, but I do look younger than I am. Not that 35 is anything to, you know, right. write home about. Well, but, sure. you know, but I think, you know, in the very... When I first started shooting MILF, it was a little hard for me. You know, I would get the email that said, you know, wardrobe is MILF attire. And I'm like, what is that <laughs> supposed to mean? I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't even yeah. know what that means. Um, but, you know, now I look at it like... It's a very, it's kind of a small group of ladies, um, I feel like, that are, like, successful in the MILF category. Yeah. Um, and they're all amazing. You know, like, some of the nicest ladies that I've ever met and, you know, brilliant business mind, you know. And I'm like, totally. if that's who I'm associated with, I will take that. 100%. Well, you're in great company because yes. you can see our, our friend behind the camera that's yes. Michael Beach, that belongs in front of the camera, which you will see a little bit later today, is Cindy Sinful right behind here. And she would be the, the definition of what you just described yeah. in terms of being, you know, very business minded, mature, Absolutely. strong, and, just, and freaking you know, gorgeous, right? Gorgeous and, you know, and supportive of each other. Right. And, right. you know, and, and so if that's the crowd that I'm in, I'm, I'm so happy about that. And the the non the non parting the non caddy crowd right See, exactly that's awesome. exactly that's awesome not caddy supportive yeah you know anything you need it's amazing but you still I know you said you had a, a shortened year but you seemed like you were everywhere last year I you know when I came back I kind of came back with a bang yeah um <laughs> I danced a whole Money lot intended, right yeah <laughs> I sh you know I shot a whole bunch I was very concerned that I was going to come back and everyone was going to have forgotten about me. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, because I had to take off a pretty significant chunk of time, yeah. you know, in the grand scheme of things. And, um, you know, and I was very pleasantly surprised that, you know, everybody kind of welcomed me back and you didn't didn't skip a beat. Well, were so, you really surprised? Because, I mean, you're, I you're was. very, very, you very know, popular. I, but I... I don't Everyone know that I realize. I don't know. You didn't have your finger on the pulse of that yet. I st I still get you know when somebody just told me a little while ago. I you know I'm here just to see you, and I was like, me? Yeah. You're talking to me? Yeah, right. Like why why would you come somewhere just to see me? Like I'm not nearly that cool, <laughs> you know. Like I'm not that exciting. Um, so it's still kind of weird to me. So yeah. I was still surprised when you know I, I figured I would come back. Um, you know, and and just have a really slow, you know, restart. And I didn't. It was I was booked right away. Well, I think I think that your natural personality about that pays dividends in your career because you seem. I mean, because like you're saying, you don't have that. You have a very self-deprecation to you that makes you more affable, more approachable, more likable. And and the fans. I mean, when people think of you, that's who they. That's what they say. Of course, you're gorgeous. But it always goes hand in hand with with it. She was so nice. She was so cool. Oh, thank you. That's why we. That's why we had to have you back on the show. Thank yeah, you. You know? yeah, And I was actually thinking about that. Um, not about that specifically, but you know, I think I just don't. I don't take all of this like nearly as seriously as a lot of girls do, and I really feel like I'm just like I'm not doing this to be on a banner somewhere, right. and you know, like I just I have fun. Yeah. Like I think it's a good time. I think that, you know, like. 
the, my fans are awesome. You know, especially when I was sick, they were so supportive of me. Like, some girls have been planning their outfits for six months, and I woke up this morning and was like, I mean, I got four dresses in my bag. Which one do I feel like wearing today? <laughs> you know, like, it, it's just not that serious to sure, me. Sure. So this is more of just kind of like a fun, like, it's like summer camp. Can we get? A, can you stand up for one second? Can we get? I don't a close have any shoes on. Can we get a close up of this old thing? Like this is just something that Brooklyn just put together uh, this 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 morning, as she says. Like I do. I, I have a I have a handful of dresses in my bag, and I was like. Yeah, you know, Eeny, meeny, this old chestnut, you see. <laughs> <laughs> this old thing, I just threw this on. <laughs> you know, but I just, it's like I said, it's like summer camp. It's a fun time to see everybody and meet people. And if you're nominated, great. If you're not, no big deal. It's, it's still fun. But there is something that you're proud of, though. I mean, there's got to be, there has to be a, a moment of your... Yes. Okay, so talk about that. Oh, no, I'm definitely proud of a lot of things. Well, well yeah, Bob's saying, but yeah. There, I mean, I'm glad you don't take it so seriously. But what I mean is, is it having that kind of attitude, but there is something that you are definitely serious about in terms of a part of your career that you're, you hold very dear in terms of pride. Yes. Talk about that. Um, you know, I, I'm extremely proud of, of my showcase that just came out. Um, you know, because to have, I feel like to have a company of all the girls that there are in, you know, this like universe of porn, um, for them to say, I think this girl should get a, sh you know, should have her own movie. I think that's a big deal. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I must be doing something that people want to see if they're going to put out, you know, a company's going to choose me to put out a whole movie about. Um, I think, but I do think my, my probably my proudest moment um, was my very first AVN nomination um, years ago, you know, but this is still kind of the, the top for me, is I was nominated for... Um, I totally forgot my story. Oh, I was on my for Best Actress. Yeah. But, and that was, that was awesome to me because on my very first shoot, um, they, the director, you know, said action and I froze and he, you know, they, they cut and they said, are you okay? And, and I said, I'm not an actress. I said, I don't know what to say. And he was like, that's what you're worried about? Because it was like a massage scene. And I didn't right. know, like, I thought they were going to tell me what to say. I didn't know they weren't. Right. And, you know, he was like, well, that is, that's what your concern is. I said, I don't care about it. Like, I just don't know what to say. He's like, Phew. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and that's why I said, I'm not an actress. I don't know what to right, say. Right. And then when my first nomination was for Best Actress, I was like, this is cool. Like, this is cool. Like, I can, I, I don't care if I win. Like, I can hang my hat on this one for a little while. For sure, for sure. And then just being nominated this, you know, a couple weeks ago for MILF Performer of the Year at Expos was, was pretty great. To be in the company that I was in is amazing. Well, there was just, there was, again, there was so much buzz about that because is it fair to say uh, that everybody, of course, that is nominated is deserving for all the litany of awards, but there are some awards that do, you know, in all fairness, do seem to be a little bit more prestigious than others, uh, especially whenever you have the ones that are reflecting an entire career like the career, right. career, career that you've had uh, so um, when when you hear about nominations like talk to me about that I mean does it ever go into play like whenever you're performing no not no. for me okay okay not for me I mean I'm sure that it does for some people right um, you know but I think that if you're a good performer and you have a good attitude and you know people like you like you're gonna get you know they're gonna want to work with you yeah, if your yeah. fans want to see you people are gonna want to work with you whether you have an award whether you don't whether you have nominated you know it, it, that doesn't matter I don't right. think okay you know because there's definitely people that um, I think don't get the recognition that they deserve that are amazing performers and have you know a, a amazing fan base but they haven't won any awards you give know me, give so me some names. 
I think that Callie Carter is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think she's amazing. Um, I think Kenzie Taylor is amazing. You know. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. you know, hopefully, hopefully she you know wins for Captain Marvel. Yeah. You know, yeah. this weekend that would I would love to see her win for Captain Marvel because I think she deserves it like crazy. But you know, it's um, you know not everybody. You know, but wins maybe, the awards. But maybe they'll get there. But no, talk about what are the, the awards that you're nominated for this year? Oh, well, this year I'm not nominated. Well, I'm nominated for Most Spectacular Boobs. I knew you were. Yes. I I'm nominated you. for Most Spectacular Boobs. Um, I'm nominated for that every year, and I never, ever win, and I'll tell you why. Just, you know, because I'm so cool. Um, it's a fan-voted award. And I'm not a huge fan of those. Right. Because... I don't like pitting girls against each other. Right, right, sure, sure. You know what I and mean? That's, like, that's what it is. And, and I don't like that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I've never seen, like, the industry as competition. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, like we were talking about that, like, you know, circle of, like, MILF perform, you know, yeah. that are not catty and are very supportive. Support right. Yes. Yeah. That's what I feel like it should be. Um, and so I don't really like the, like, vote for me. I'm better than so-and-so. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, Um. So I'll never win. Well, most that's spectacular boobs. Well, can, can but I know that in some people's hearts, in their souls, I do have the most spectacular boobs, and that's enough for me. Well, can 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 we at the very least have our viewers? Uh, I, can, I mean, I pasties on. Oh, that's fine. I mean, but like, can you believe that this has not won? This has not won. Okay, but I tell you right now, in terms of Tricky Kid Radio listeners, you would win every year, hands down. And that's all that, awesome. really, that's all that really matters. That's all right? that really matters. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Okay, so just for fun, not not uh, digging up dirt or, or, or you know shitting on anybody, but there's got to be a, a really fun story that may be of a thing of like, oh my God, this one year, this thing happened. you got to have a crazy avian story. Even though you don't go to the parties, there's still got to be something that you've experienced that you still talk about. Okay, so um, my husband and a bunch of our friends are actually coming in today. Okay. And I told my husband, I said, can we have a little pep talk first about not embarrassing me because I'm, you know, like insert name here did. Because a few years ago, um, one of my husband's buddies was here and he was very, very drunk. And we ran into a great director friend of mine. And I said, oh, you know, how are you? It's so good to see you. He shook my husband's hand. And my husband's drunk buddy runs, bear, like, grabs him and tackles him to the ground. And I was like, why would you do that? (laughs) And I'm like, why would you do that? So we actually just talked about that the other day. I said, can you tell all of your friends not to pull up, insert name here, (laughs) and tackle any directors this week? I wonder what year that was, because it sounded familiar. You, there's a show called Californication on HBO, and Rob Lowe played a character where that's what he did every time he saw somebody. So I think your friend might be a fan of that show. I want to say it was like maybe 2017. Okay. Well, may, well, I mean, maybe a delayed reaction. I think the show went off the air a few years before that. Yeah. So maybe, maybe he was just a drunk maniac. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. But so, so we did. We talked about you know that's our like, we're not. This is what we're not doing this year. Yeah. We're we're not getting drunk. We're not embarrassing Brooklyn. We're not doing any of these <laughs> things. Can we can we also give maybe a little bit of a PSA or an instructional to uh, others, maybe like fans of what to do and what not to do. Sure. When they come into the expo. Okay, so when you come into the expo, um, I think my number one rule is do not assume. No, my first my number one rule is put on deodorant. 
<laughs> my number two rule is do not assume that just because you see girls doing things online that you can just go up and touch them. That is not okay. That is correct. I, you know, I... Consent, consent, yes. consent. You know, myself, like many, many, many other ladies, do not, like I do not allow people to grab my boobs. I do not allow people to grab my butt. And a lot of people, you know, I don't know how many times a day I go to take a photo and someone wraps their hand around me and I have to take their hands and put it back on my waist. That's okay. But they go straight for the butt. You know, just because you've, you know, you've seen it online does not make it okay for you to do. So that would be my, you know, my biggest rule. You know, be considerate of people's time. Yeah. Um, also, if you can afford to go to a convention, you can afford deodorant. Yes. Right. Yes. Sit. Do what? Yeah. It's it can, yeah. it, it's pretty brutal. Oh, it is. A it, lot of times, it's, it's you know. It is brutal. So once again, if you can afford going to a convention, you can afford to buy a deodorant and yes. then apply it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of people in here. It gets toasty. You know, yeah. and, um, then, and then there is a lot of like it's not an insurance seminar, so uh, there you know I, there's a lot of this, but there's also a lot of you know high and people seeing you know and again they want to get close to the performer and you know and there's maybe some hugging going yes. on. So how dare you go in for a hug? First of all, without consent and without deodorant. I mean, and and a lot of these people like you have to smell yourself. Like when you smell that bad, yeah. you've got to smell yourself. Yeah. You know, it's just. So it's crazy sometimes, but you know that don't touch girls. Be considerate of their time. You know we're here to make money, yeah. and we're here to meet as you know as many fans as we can. You know if I don't have anyone stand, if there's no one standing behind you, I'll sit there and chat with you for as long as you want. But I got a line of people like well, you know be cons- be considerate of everyone's that's right. time. That's right. You know um, you don't want to kill your action. You're here to make money. The longer you're standing there, but I mean yeah. you, know, you also don't want to shoo them away. But, right. But. You should be you should be able to count on them going. Hey, I don't want to hold up your line. Yeah, you know, and and to be honest, there's sometimes I'm like, as soon as I get a break, I'm gonna go pee, yeah. and then like somebody wants to come up and tell you about their latest vacation and their seven dogs, and you're like, oh, I was really waiting to go pee. <laughs> like, well, can we wrap this up because I have to pee so bad. Well, there's I know there's a lot of that you have to kind of you know kind of maintain in a sense, right? You know. Uh, last but not least, uh, talk to me about this. So, is there any part of this? Tell two things. Tell me what you look forward to when you come here, in all honesty, and tell me what you hope to avoid when you come to okay. here. So, when I come here, I look forward. To, it's it's fun to get dolled up, you know, and and like kind of play, a, you know, because uh, you know. We're all, you know, I'm what, I'm Brooklyn and I'm whoever else I am. But it's kind of like a hat you wear, you know? Yeah. I always say when the lashes go on, it kind of like is like a switch that flips. And you're like, oh, now I'm Brooklyn. Yeah, right. You know? swagger there. When, yeah. I, when I take off my gym, you know, my gym clothes and the lashes go on. Um, so I do look forward to that. It's fun to get dolled up and, you know, feel cute for the week. And I really do genuinely enjoy meeting fans. I really, really enjoy it. Good, good, good. Um, what I try to avoid... Besides what we've already covered, you know, the deodorant, uh, the parties, you know. I avoid wearing my shoes as much as possible. Um, yeah, I, I have slippers at the booth, and I was like, why didn't I change before I walked over here? So I just came over barefoot. Um, you know, I try and avoid the drunkenness as much as possible. Because yeah. um, it's just not kind of my vibe. Mine at all. Either. You know, yeah. I like I walked into a, somebody's room, you know, the, I got here Tuesday night. I walked into someone's room, and they were drunk, and I was like... It's seven o'clock. 
I'm going. You know, like, you know, I'm. Know to me, mean. that's like weird. You know, I don't I, know. I, I was I like, I'm going mean. to bed. I can't do this. There's a reason why you've been on this show multiple times, Brooklyn. You see. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this drunkenness. This is too much for me. Well, it's always good to see you. Good to see you. I hope you have the best AVN yet. Thank you. I hope everybody is smells like uh, winter fresh Mentos. Listen, uh, today's a new day because yesterday wasn't so hot. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> so we shall see. Um, so we will see you, uh, of course, throughout the, the rest of the week, and maybe we'll maybe we'll do a, a part two. We'll catch up with you and, and find out how how your week went. I would love that. What's up? This is the infamous serial wax killer, Beastie Boys DJ Assassin, Mix Master Mike, and you're tuned into my man DJ Tricky Kid. Don't be a clown. Don't sleep. Check it out, y'all. Uh, Lauren Phillips is here. Lauren, welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, you know, you and I, of course, we've talked before, and I, I'm still going to... I talk a lot. <laughs> that's why we love to have you on here. So what So what the hell is going on? So talk, talk to me a little bit. Oh so my it's, God. Day, it's day two. Day two. So how was day one? Uh, day one, I actually couldn't have like a full experience of the expo because I had to work that day. So I had to get you know, dick and pussy, and I was yeah. Once I was, I was in my like sex mode. I, I, well, I mean, as you are, so it's like you have your your business and you have give time for the fans, but then you got to make the pennies, right? So. Yes. So it ended up the one of the I had to get booked, and he specifically asked for me. So I was like, I can't like say no. Well, yeah. You know. So. So 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 how how did that go? Oh, it was so good <laughs> it was amazing and I came like multiple times and I uh, my male talent was Johnny Castle and my female talent was uh, Cleo she's a new a new girl okay and uh, we just had I played uh, mom as Johnny well mom and Johnny was the step daddy and uh, Cleo is my daughter and we all kind of like had sex okay but so I was teaching her how to have sex. So the, that's the thing. That's kind of that's kind of a new genre, right? Yeah. Is moms teaching teens? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm so glad that you want to have sex, but you need to learn from me. <laughs> right. And then you both end up like 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 sucking your your boyfriend's dick. Yeah. Like, that's or, what it was. Her boyfriend's dick. Yeah. Right? Okay. So you know, it's it's so funny how we were talking about. We're talking about uh, we had Brooklyn Chase on earlier. Mm -hmm. I love her. She's so pretty. She's so great, right? God, I could stare at her all day. Yeah, it's like staring at the sun, isn't it? Yeah, it's like. But you both, like I said, I would both card you if I was a bartender. So it's kind of insane to me to think of the, of the 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 milf the milf genre. Yeah, you're not getting out of my store without an ID, babe. Like, okay. (laughs) So I take that as a complete compliment, though. Well, but talk about that to me though a little bit. So so when you like like. Would you mind sharing our listeners? How old are you? I am 32. Which is obs- absurd to think, like, <laughs> number one, and the two, to think, like, oh, she's... But in port world, that's milk. Well, like, when I was younger, the popular thing was teen mom. So technically, in my mind, a MILF started at that time, you know? It was yeah. it was okay to be a teen and pregnant and having a baby, you know? We have, uh, what was what was her name? Uh, uh, Ferrara, for, for, help me out. Um, he, he, no, she was here. And yeah, it, I know. It was, was kind of controversial yeah. that she was here, which I didn't, I didn't understand until later. Because she did a, a, a backdoor porno or something, like, when, like, the celebrity tapes were, like, super big. Um, but, like... When I was 
young, she was when I watched Team Mom, you know. Yeah. So for me to be a MILF, it's like, and I used to be a nanny, so it's really easy for me to like boss people around. <laughs> so, so the the scene that you did yesterday yeah. uh, uh, falls in under the MILF genre. That so, is correct. So, uh, talk to me. Is there anything that you haven't done yet? In the MILF category? No, no, just in general, in your career. Oh, we, I, I actually was having this conversation on set. Okay. I haven't done a BBW scene yet. And, and is that something that you aspire I want to do. And I also haven't done a blowbang either. Okay. But you've been gangbanged though, haven't you? Yeah. But blowbang is different than a gangbang. Oh, well, All right? To our, to a gangbang. Okay? Yes. A gangbang is when you're getting fucked by multiple guys. Yeah. A blowbang is when you're blowing multiple guys. So my pussy and my asshole or whatever hole besides my mouth is the only thing. My mouth is the only one getting filled. That's a blowbang. There is no vaginal or anal intercourse. Okay. But aren't you... Is it fair to say that during a gangbang that at one point all of their dicks made it to your mouth? Yeah, but that doesn't count. I see. Okay, okay, okay. Because usually they end up coming in a hole or they like, uh, you know, they'll come in my ass or they come in my pussy. Where a blow bang, they usually like cover you. Right. right? Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Where do you prefer for them to come? Uh, Inside me. Yeah. That's where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you're kind of addicted to like come inside of you. Yeah. Lauren Phillips. Yeah. I, I, I mean, there's, it's not just a clever name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like, uh, when I do cream pies, which is, I go in the porn for me, it kind of goes like seasons. Yeah. So like I'll do a bunch of, uh, boy, girl, or a bunch of girl, girl, or anal. It kind of like, there's like seasons for it you know um i do a couple cream pies every once in a while but the thing is i always have to tell them like these guys like they'll like bust a nut in my pussy they have to go at the edge of my pussy because if they go full in it's not dropping yeah yeah it's 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 in there it's staying (laughs) it's staying yeah you're you're keeping that yeah that's yours Mm -hmm. okay but you're also like a notorious cum slut i mean you you seem to just have a an insatiable appetite for it in your mouth yeah i love it i think it tastes good i used to do that though like like when i was younger you know like you would hurry up and have sex and you couldn't just like have it on you because your your folks are there or something like you're gonna go see if you're in public so you would swallow it yeah and it cleans up. It's a good mess. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's no uh, there's no trace. Yeah. Of so it's just kind of a, a happy accident. For, yeah. For, yeah. Like when I was, uh, I remember one time I was walking with uh, a boyfriend when I was in like school. And I, we were walking and there was like this abandoned house and I wanted to have sex. So we had sex in the abandoned house. That's hot. And then we had sex. He came. I came. And like then we left and start and can continue walking it was <laughs> was there ever a time in, in your personal life where you would request them to come in your mouth i think when i um i personally liked it in my pussy yeah. Yeah. i don't think i did that when i was younger because you know you're always scared even though i was on birth control anyway yeah. but um I think guys get scared sometimes, too. Yeah. Coming in like, oh, I don't want to come in. And I didn't do anal until I got into porn. So, so, so your first anal was actually on camera? No. Okay. Kind of. No. <laughs> okay. Um, when I turned 21, <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> I was with uh, uh, my boyfriend in college at the time. 
and I got plastered, man. Now I'm I might be a porn star, but I'm actually a good girl ish. Okay. I just like to have sex. Yeah. And so I had never had alcohol ever. So I didn't know the effects of alcohol. Oh, so I'm like, I'm like, oh, like yeah, I'm yeah. apple martinis. I'm like living at large. And I got so drunk. And when we were having sex, I was like, stick it in my butt. And he's like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets the tip in. Now, remember, we have no idea how to do anal. All right. I never didn't warm up. I don't think we had lube. Oh he tried to just and then like try to stick it in. And I was like, ow. And I grabbed the stick and put it out. I was like, and we're done. Stick it back in my pussy. <laughs> but now when you first had your, okay, your first multiples, was that on camera or in your personal life? That was in my personal life. Okay. So uh, how old were you and, and, and walk me through that? Oh, I forget how old I was. I want to say I was in my early 20s, okay. and I had a friend of mine. It was a girlfriend that i known years. Like, we went to school together all through elementary and, and everything. you weren't doing porn yet? No, okay, no. And uh, she was like, I want to try a threesome. And I was like, okay. And she had this gorgeous, like, fit black guy with a big dick. And I was like... Okay. <laughs> now, I had never been with a black guy either at that time. So you're checking off a, a several off your list here. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, let's do it. And I remember doing it. And it was so intriguing because I had never, like, I didn't know what to do with a pussy. Like, I knew how to do my pussy. Yeah. But I, I had never been with, like, a girl. Right. Okay. Okay. So it was interesting, the learning aspect of, like, Yeah. And, like, that guy's dick was huge. <laughs> <laughs> but were you ever DP'd uh, before, like, on ca- like, was your first DP on camera? Or did you ever do that in your personal life? Um, I'm trying to think. I used to swing a lot. But I, w- I was a cam girl, so I, al- I consider that poor now. Yeah. Um, I did do a DP where uh, a guy I was fucking put a strap on on. So he put his dick in one hole and then the strap on in the other. Okay, so that was your personal life. But that was my personal life. But you, but it you, was not taped. Okay, but, you, but did you ever have two to three cocks but in no. your personal life before porn? Like the first time that happened was in porn. It was the first time, yeah. Because I feel like uh, guys that are uh, not in porn are very kind of like skeptical with yeah. another guy. Like, I don't know if I want to see another guy's package like it's yeah. like i don't even want to see it really like when you guys go to the bathroom you guys don't just like look at right I, right, we, right? We, we're, we're trained to, to look at the, the, the mothball or look straight ahead yeah. like you know what i mean it's like, so different like yeah. i love how guys are like that but girls are like let me see yeah yeah hold on let me touch can i touch yeah oh Consent, like right? yeah <laughs> like it's so different like we're all open and guys yeah. are all like hold on yeah, let me look I, away yeah, but you know, but I I think it's because they're just conditioned to, you know, yeah. And, and but once you're in a professional environment, I kind of go, well, this is this this part of the job, right? This is you know, it's, everyone has their limits. Yeah. Like I I agree. Like if I have limits, even though they're small limits, it's very limited. Like I have mm-hmm. uh, my limits are very limited. <laughs> but uh, guys are the same way. Guys can have limits. I feel like if a guy does not like doing anal on a girl, that should be a limit. I yeah. don't want to do anal scenes. That's fine right. because I rather I respect a person that rather do that 
then do an anal scene and then can't keep his dick hard because he doesn't like anal. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Because sure. it feels different. But, but also, but it's just not going to be conducive to to a good scene and everything else. But when when you get approached by you know like how the process works, that so your agent or uh, whoever says, okay, this company wants to do this. Like, like what what are you like? Yes, like what do you, what do you like the the best to do? And you you would if you could, you would just do that if you could. I like group sex. Yeah. I could. I probably would do group sex, like orgies. I don't care if it's like a boy, uh, boys and girls, or girls and uh, like gangbangs, or like uh, I love group sex. I love anything okay. that's a group. Yeah. So anything like orders, it's not just. Oh, they started on me. Oh my God, are you okay? Wow. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, if it wasn't I a girl, yeah. I would go kick some ass. <laughs> but I, anything like five or more, I really like. Because I could do that all day. Like, yeah. I love it. I, it's raw. It's uh, I, almost passionate for me. Okay. Because I like, um, even though I like to act, I like doing different things and stuff like that. I like bring, bring raw emotions to porn. Yeah. Because I want my fans to know that, you know, there's like this stigma. Oh, if you have like, like, like before I got into porn, this is what I was told. Oh, if you have too much sex, you get like, uh, de- like, like desensitized or you stretch out your pussy. Uh, I had one person tell me that like your little like butterfly lips, like the more you have sex, you, the, the, your butterfly lips like stretch out or something, which is so not true. Um, and so what did they do? I, I, I like what that looks <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but like I was taught, like, this is like, you have to consider society as like gets our manipulation of how things are supposed to be and i was like oh my god i don't want my pussy to stretch out i don't want my pussy to look like this i want my pussy to look this way and and stuff like that but then you get into porn and it's not like that like i am still very sensitive my clit's very sensitive and my pussy's tight like i'm like usually uh pretty surprised that i've had two dicks in my pussy yeah, well you also you have a reputation for having one of the smallest vaginas in the biz right really yeah well people talk about you they talk about lauren phillips and how i call oh, I, small it is. oh I say i call it the grip the, the grip okay yeah. that's what it was get the grip yeah. <laughs> well before we bring our other uh, co-star Yay, uh, uh, yeah, Cindy Sinful in here uh i wanted to i wanted to ask you so okay so we are here at avn yes. all right and I, so what we're Wait, trying this to do is AVN. Yeah. So we're trying to peel back the curtain a little bit, you know, to give the, our listeners kind of an inside kind of thing. And, and a, it could be whatever you want to say. It could be a good total shit show oh, or whatever. But, but you've, you have got a AVN story in you. Okay. Uh, that, um, you Cindy, are you okay? Okay. She's so, just helping me with no, my she, cords. Yeah, she's the best. She um, likes to play with my cords. Yes. So she, uh, so you have, you've got an amazing AVN story in you. And I mean, like when you think of uh, AVN, it's something you still talk about. Whatever you want to share. <laughs> we were talking about this before. So I wanted to, so delight our listeners. There's something that is fucking unbelievable. Hit us with it. Any story, AVN story. Uh, anyone that you want to tell that, that, you, that you think about. Hold on. I have a couple. All right, so let's say it's my first AVN. Okay. So this, I in I just moved to LA. I've been in hardcore porn for less than a year. Okay. Okay. That's what, how new I was. Okay. And what year was this? Oh, it's been like four years with hardcore porn. It's two thousand uh, two thousand twenty. Uh, what? Oh God, is that like two? Do the math for me. 
So what year was it? Uh, I if I've been in uh, porn for four hardcore porn for four years and okay. it's uh, 2020, 2020, 2016. Yeah, yeah, right around 2015, yeah. 2016. I feel like okay. So and you then, know, in between. And Cindy, feel free to do any sort of social media while we're doing this. If you want to do a live video or Instagram or anything you want to do while we're doing this, and and I and I can do it for you while y'all are talking because you can do it for I you. I can do it for you. I can pay you back there. Mm-hmm. So so, um, uh, so hit us with the story. So I was with. Um, company that was uh camming i don't think they're here anymore and one of my friends got me the gig and i was like oh this is great it would really help me uh network and i remember i uh fell in love with the makeup artist we used to like in jersey we call it shoot the shit so we would just like you know talk and jitter jatter and where are you from i'm from south jersey okay 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 I lived in Dirty City for about a year. But <laughs> the Dirty yeah, City. Yeah, 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 for, for, yeah, for sure. Dirty um, so anyway, so I get up really early. I get all like the mornings, the morning shifts. They're taking a picture yeah. of me. Rick the Brick right there. Come on, Rick. Um, <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> I get the morning shift and I, I, uh, to get my makeup done because then I go to the booth. And I get there and uh, all of a sudden I'm getting my makeup done and this one girl comes in and she's like fucked up. Like fucked <laughs> up. Now, I like I said, I'm pretty much of a good girl like with just I, uh, I've never done any drugs besides marijuana yeah, really. Yeah. Um, I only drink whiskey because <laughs> it's like my religion, you know. And so I'm looking at this girl and her hair is all in knots. She can barely look at us. Like she barely can stand. She's already an hour late for her makeup. And the makeup artist looks at me and she's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. That's not my job. <laughs> and like, I felt so bad for the girl. Cause I think it was her first AVN too. And obviously she took something or drank too much or something. I, I don't know. I didn't get into it. I kind of stuck to my own little bubble, but her hair was like knotted. Like she had extensions in and she, I guess slept in them and her hair looked like a uh, bird's nest. Oh my God. And um, she slept with her contacts in. They were trying to get that out and they're trying to do her makeup Poor and she's girl. like swaying like back and forth. And then she would run and go and puke in the bathroom. They had to go get the, the person that hired us to kind of talk to her and it, it was pretty it was an eye-opener that yeah. like you definitely have to be careful and i've had plenty of people like obviously we're porn people and there's certain drugs around right you know yeah, yeah. and i've had people offer but i've just never never been like i don't know i've just never been into it well, let's end my segment on a positive note because I know the, the people who've never been here. That was my story. I love it. It's my- great. <laughs> but, now, but now I need to hear because the educa- the the listeners out there. Experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Hey, you stayed right. Uh, but the listeners, of course, they want to think or they want to believe that when you come to AVN, that all of you guys are fucking each other's brains out <laughs> at, at, if, at, at any given time. In I hotel am tested. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's, there she is. So I'm just saying, like, they think that right right now it is wall-to-wall sex happening upstairs, and it's probably not really the case. But, I, I, but there might be one experience that did happen, so. Did, uh, did I tell you an experience that happened? Oh, well, yeah, so I want you to share it with our listeners. I'm trying to remember it, though. Yeah. What experience? Uh, did I tell you in before about an experience? Yeah, yeah. 
God damn, fuck, what is it? Okay, so, okay, I'll, I'll try to... Can you cue me in yeah. and kind of give me a hint? So you went to a party here at this hotel, and it was kind of late at night, and you were with, I guess, it wasn't, because you're, I don't know if you Are were... Are you getting, talking about the sweet party? Yes. Ah, okay, All right, that was different. Okay. I feel like that was a, uh, um, so I went, I actually did the VIP sweet party to this year yeah. as well. Okay. Um, but... Last, last, last night? Yeah. Okay. Three years ago, I did the VIP suite party. It was me, Carmen Valentina, Eden Blair, and then a couple other girls I didn't know. And we all kind of, me uh, me and the three, three uh, we all three kind of stuck together. And we ended up going to the suite party, and um, we're all hanging out, and they had a jacuzzi. And we did, oh, we're going to get in a jacuzzi. And we get all, just just the girls, just the girls got in a jacuzzi. And there's the room right up here. Right? Yeah. Yep, yep. And we started a giving a live sex show yeah it was awesome and they, they couldn't touch us they had to watch um but we enjoyed each other in that like jacuzzi so okay so i was telling her this so i you know if you remember i did i was the dj last year up there and um i remember the pool in front of me and there was no water in it there were no naked babes in it <laughs> and then i'm looking at pictures from from last night and apparently things got a little wild last night i didn't i wasn't by the jacuzzi so, okay, so, but you were, I thought you said you did the video. I was, but I wasn't by the jacuzzi. But you heard about what happened. I heard what, I heard that there was stuff happening in the jacuzzi. What did you hear? I, I heard that there was some, uh, I wouldn't say implied, but there was some uh, naughty stuff going on. <laughs> Well, what, you I, know. what I saw You know was, what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what yeah. you mean, for sure. That'll definitely be on the naughty list. <laughs> well, awesome. So listen, before my segment ends, we're, we're going to do a next segment. We're going to have a thing what we call performers asking performers. So Cindy is going to ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Okay. And Cindy, ask her whatever, you, whatever you've always wanted. You've, she's been waiting to meet you for a very long time, Laura. Ask me like a really hard fucking question where yeah. I really have to think about it. It's, and then I'm like, oh, God damn it. And then you okay. take that one and then you take this and you take this one. I'm switching mics. I'm good. As long as you you can hear me. I can hear you. Sure. If you want to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, you can just. I feel like I should be like interviewing you. Welcome to the LP show. Yeah. Right. I'm taking over your podcast now. Welcome to the Lauren Phillips show. Hello, we're here with Tricky Kid Radio, and I'm here with Lauren Phillips, and we're in Las Vegas, Nevada for the AVN 2020. I have been given the pleasure of asking you some questions. Hard questions. I would like to know what do you wish you'd have known before you got into the industry? Oh, man. That's a hard question, actually. Do you mean... uh, as a business aspect, or, or is it just kind of just a general thing or a general question? Okay, let's let's narrow that down mm-hmm. then. Um, as in um, a personal sex question. Okay, so like performance-wise. Performance-wise, okay. what do you wish you would have known going into it? Um, God, it's funny because I kind of feel like I knew a lot when I got in because I asked. I like I talk to a lot of people. Obviously, <laughs> I talk to a lot of people. Um, I guess um, mine's gonna come more of a business type thing. I wish I would have known more about 
the business and the social media type part. And uh, I already kind of knew about the networking. Uh, the big thing I didn't know about was like the the drug part. That uh, I that's not my scene. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but um, I remember my first time seeing it. Like some people doing like some drugs, and it was like whoa. So I wish. Um, yeah, I wish people. Uh, I wish I would have known how. Like, I told you, it's a hard question. There's multiple answers I to this know. question. I wish I would have known the. I feel like I'm coming from a professional dancer aspect, and the relationship between dancers, for me, we're very tight and very loyal. I'm a very East Coast person, where in California and the adult performer relationships are very different. You think the mainstream and make sure you turn into Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. <laughs> all right. Well, it's been a blast. We want to thank all my guests again. Alex Cole, we love you uh, from here to the moon. You are so wonderful and so awesome. And you really made our avian this year. Brooklyn Chase, gorgeous, awesome person. Thank you so much. Also, again, to Lauren Phillips. I want to thank Eric Miller from Erica Miller from the Rub PR. Uh, and again, like I said, you know, maybe you'll see us again, AVN. Uh, but uh, again, we we if not, at least if you don't see us for a while, we really have enjoyed ourselves these these past uh, five of the last six years. Uh, including this year. Uh, so again, who knows what's going to happen at the at the Hard Rock Hotel? But we got a lot of great stuff coming up. We got Brian Slagle from Metal Blade Records. Definitely check us out again on on iTunes and Spotify and on iHeartRadio. And as always at TrickyKid.com. Find me on Twitter under TrickyKid in the number two. And stay tuned, man. We got a lot, lot, lot of great stuff coming up. Once again, I'm your host as always, Roy Turner, and we'll see you next week.